Hi, you guys. Welcome back to the Solux Life Podcast. I'm super excited about today's guest. I have Khalil Dorval. I had to practice the last name before I got on here to make sure that I got it right. But I'm super excited. He lives in Toronto and he is just a wellness coach and author, spiritual leader. Um, and just a little bit about him. I'm going to read this about me. So it looks like I'm reading it because I am. It mm-hmm. says he's a mental health, a mental wellness coach, author, spiritual leader, facilitator, and invisible hero awarded by the Toronto Police Services and Child Care Services. He's the founder of Khalil Dorval Enterprises, also known as KDE, an organization dedicated to addressing the social and economical barriers that youth encounter through mental wellness workshops. His phenomenal drive and determination has pushed him to become an influential leader in his community. Having grown up in an at-risk neighborhood with divorced parents, it wasn't a surprise when Khalil got in trouble with the law, hung out with wrong friends, had scholastic troubles, and struggled with financial obstacles. In the midst of his shortcomings and mistakes, he challenged himself to grow spiritually, mentally, physically, resulting in a successful turnaround of his life. And I love that because the goal of the Solux Life podcast is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. So this is just perfect. (laughs) So yes, this is Khalil. Right, won't he do it? um, So thank you so much, Khalil, for coming on the podcast. How are you? Thank you for having me. Um, I really appreciate. I'm grateful for the opportunity and shout out to you doing amazing, great work and, you know, inviting all these amazing, great guests uh, to the platform to share their knowledge and wisdom. So um, the fact that I'm here, you know, it's a blessing itself. So I'm blessed. I'm great. I'm excellent. Glad to be alive. Uh, I think Nipsey Hussle said every day above ground is a blessing. So it's a blessing that I'm here today. Absolutely. So I'm going to give some people some time to tune on and then we'll jump right into the question. Welcome to the So Lux Life Podcast, where our goal is to enhance the mental, physical, and spiritual luxuries in life. Make your life luxurious through knowledge, coaching, training, and technique. Visit us online at soulluxlife.com. Here's your host, Crispin J. Watson. So we're back. So the first question, tell us a little bit about you because nobody can, you know, tell us more about you than you. So kind of tell us kind of where you grew up, kind of how you got to where you are today. A hundred percent. Awesome. So hello, everyone. Once again, my name is Khalil Durival. Um, my parents um, came to this country to create a better life for themselves. So my dad is Bayesian. My mom's Canadian. And I grew up in a, a marginalized, racialized community. Um, some people like to call it the hood. And I seen a lot of like negative things growing up. And um, for me, I witnessed a lot of mental, physical and emotional abuse from my parents. And I remember when my uh, parents sat my sister and I down and said that they're getting a divorce, it literally changed the trajectory of my life. And I think trauma is huge in the community, they say, Someone living in a um, racialized community faced more trauma than a soldier going to Iraq. So when that happened, I acted out like any kid, started giving trouble in school, um, started uh, not listening to my parents. I was just not focused. So 
Um, after that, I, you know, grew up in an area where I looked up to a specific individual, and those were the drug dealers. Um, they had the money, they had the cars, the clothes, you name it. And I idolized them. And I went to one of them one day and I said, how do you currently make money? And they told me by committing crimes. So I did exactly that. I formed a group of friends, like a gang, if you if you call it, and we started committing crimes. I started stealing and robbing at the age of 14 years old. I found myself in trouble with the law. I got arrested. Um, when I came out, I didn't know, quote unquote, I had to go on house arrest. So what happened was I started developing social anxiety and depression. And in order to cope, I started using um, toxic alternatives. So I started smoking, drinking, and it made things worse. Came to the point where I just felt like I was losing myself and I didn't want to go to my parents about it. You know, as a teenager, you don't tell your parents anything because you know you don't want them to, to judge you. So I didn't want my parents to think I was crazy. So I kept most of those things to myself. Um, I try to navigate my feelings and emotions, try to find a job to, you know, support myself and, and, and family financially, um, end up, you know, getting a job, losing a job, getting a job, losing a job. And then I said, this, this doesn't make sense. Let me go back to the street life. So I went to the street life, connected with my best friend at the time. He was a drug dealer. So we started selling drugs in our schools, right? Because everyone was, you know, they were using substances. And then I said, hey, this is not a lot of money. Let me expand. So I started selling drugs outside in my community. And that's where I started seeing the shift in, in, in finances. So um, after that, um, you know, my mom was, you know, found out she was very sad and depressed because my sister told her at the time. And I literally had to stop because I didn't want to break my mom's heart, especially she came to this country to provide a better life for, for you know, her children. So I ended up stopping. I went to my rock bottom and it came to the point where I started having su suicidal ideations and I went mm -hmm. to a construction site. I said, today is the day where I'm going to take my life away. So tr trigger warning, right? I was about to take my life away. And I remember, you know, questioning God. So I've been a believer my whole life, right? Um, grew up in a Catholic church. And I was like, yo, God, if you get me out of this, I'll promise to serve you for the rest of my life. And I started listening to like a motivational message and it said, you got to find a mentor. So that's exactly what I did. I said, how, how am I going to find a mentor? I, I need to find someone who's successful, who's where I want to be. So I went out, looked for a mentor and I found one and she was an entrepreneur. And this is when I got into entrepreneurship and she sat me down and had a conversation with me. And she said, Khalil, I know what's your problem. And I was like, yo, what's up? I got really defensive at that time. And she says, Khalil, you have a mindset of probably lack and a victim mentality and in order to change that you gotta study successful people because if you do what successful people do you will get what they got because success mm -hmm. leaves a blueprint and i'm like okay cool i'm excited I, I, i'm all for it what do i need to do next she said the first thing you got to start doing is reading books i was like scooby hold on reading books she's like yeah not just any type of book she said you know personal development so uh, she introduced me to think and grow rich by napoleon hill the alchemist by paulo coelho thinking uh rich dad poor dad by um uh, robert kiyosaki and, and all these you know personal development gurus she introduced me to podcast started listening to that and this is where i came up with this concept of change starts in the mind because i realized when once my mind changed my life changed. And that was like the trajectory to, you know, becoming the person I am now. So long story short, my goal is just to be an example and role model for many people who feel like they can't do it. They feel like, you know, 
um, you know, life is against them. They feel like, you know, they didn't grow up in a situation that was in their favor and they have mm -hmm. fears, which fear means false evidence appearing real. So they let fear stop them and hold them back from going after them. their dreams goes and aspirations. So I want to be that positive role model example to the next generation and say, yo, if I can get through mental health, you know, being arrested, you know, almost committing suicide, growing up with parents uh, that got divorced, you know, growing up in government housing and, and come to the point where I'm a successful entrepreneur and I wrote my first book and I'm doing a, a great, great and amazing things where I'm feeding hundreds of people in my community. Guess what? You can do it too. Yes, because I think a lot of people let their environments kind of control them and keep them stagnant and kind of keep them down, not thinking that there's a way out. But I like how you said you got a mentor. How did you find your mentor? Was it just somebody you knew or you randomly came across them? So uh, they say when the student is ready, the teacher appears, right? So <laughs> I felt like it was just alignment. I was ready. I, I wanted that desire to change. I was designed to leave my circumstance. So I met this mentor through Facebook and we connected through there. She's like, hey, do you want to make extra income and so forth? And I'm like, yeah. And then we talked, we chopped it up and we've been, we, we um, became very close. And this is how I got into entrep entrepreneurship. But I tell people all the time, like, you can find mentors anywhere. They don't even have to be a physical person. You can find a mentor on YouTube University. Go on there. And, you know, a lot of my mentors I, I, I never met before in person. And a lot of times mm -hmm. mentors are super busy. So, you know, unless you're adding tremendous value to them, guess what? You know, you want to kind of figure out how you can, you know, find a mentor who can work around your time. And I find you to university, going to the TD Jakes, you know, going to um, Eric Thomas, going to Jim Ron, all of these great Les Brown, all these phenomenal individuals that can just pour into me and help me grow. Um, it's a great way for me to get access to them at any time. Yeah. So you're a full-time entrepreneur. Um, so not full-time. The goal is to move towards it. So um, mm -hmm. outside of entrepreneurship, I'm doing what I love, which is counseling people. So I love helping and supporting people. So I'm a counselor outside of my entrepreneurship journey. Nice. So how old are you when you kind of took back control over your life and said, hey, I'm not going to be in the streets anymore. Um, you know, I'm done selling drugs. How old were you? Like, What age were you when that when that change happened? Great question. I was 18, 19 years old. And that's when I gave my life to Christ. Um, and, you know, I want to say this, that, you know, you got to reprogram your mind. You got to change the way you think. And that was the only that that was literally the difference. The person that I was, was not going to get me to where I wanted to be? So it was 18, 19 years old. I made all the mistakes and, you know, I got behind the, the right person, a mentor, and it literally changed the game for me. So, yeah, that was the age. Yeah. How old are you now? If you don't mind me asking. <laughs> I'm 28 years old. Oh, nice. So it's, it's been about 10 years since you've had this shift yes. and this change in your life. If you could go back and do it all over again, would you change anything about, I guess, some things you've done in the past to kind of get to where you are now? Um, no, I wouldn't. During the time, I literally like was questioning. I was like, yo, God, why are you letting me go through all these things? Why is life so hard? Right? Why are you breaking me down like this? And I realized that everything happens for a reason. Like Absolutely. God let me go through what I went through because he knew I had a higher calling. He mm -hmm. knew that through my story and through my challenges, I was able to go back 
and you know inspire encourage motivate and uplift people so i thank god that i went through what i went through because you know i wouldn't be the person i am today and i wouldn't be able to relate and connect to the community you know that i i, I inspire every day so um yeah i think i think without struggle there's no progress if you don't go through a challenge or a struggle a barrier trials tribulations guess what you will not grow it's all yeah. a part of you growing and getting to the next level why because through your failures that's where you learn that's where mm -hmm. you're able to you know reflect and adjust and say hey maybe let me try something different so i can get a different result so I actually love feeling. I love taking risks. I love com coming out short because that's when I'm able to learn what not to do so I can know what to do the next time, right? They say the difference between a master and a, and a rookie is that the master has failed more times. That's the only difference. Mm. So if I can just get more failures under my belt and learn from it and keep moving forward, guess what? Uh, you know, I'll, I'll definitely be where I want to be a lot quicker. Yes, that's so true. I remember going through like a hard time in my life and I was at that point too, like suicidal thoughts, I'm questioning God, like, why am I going through this? Like, it's so hard right now. And like when you're in it, you just don't really see a way out. But the thing that really yeah. got me was just like, I started studying the Bible. I started watching a lot of like sermons on YouTube and not just watching them, but actually like taking oh. notes and going back mm -hmm. and reading them and applying it to my life. And like it changed in the instant, like God just elevated me. He got me out of that mindset mm -hmm. to where I felt like I was broken. And he made me so grateful and thankful for everything that I've been through because it's, it wasn't I feel I, I realized it wasn't about me. I went through it so I could help someone else. That's what I feel like. I yes. feel like God doesn't allow mm -hmm. us to go through something that um, is overbearing, even though it may feel mm -hmm. like that in the time, but it's really not even about us. It's about who we can help after us. So yes. I definitely 100%. feel you on <laughs> But um <laughs> I know you say like you started reading and that's very important when it comes to entrepreneurship and also mm -hmm. being successful. But outside of reading, what are some other habits that you've developed to help in your entrepreneurial journey? Um, I think self-care is huge. Self-care is literally a game changer and also personal development. Like I literally was practicing personal development since 18, 19 years old without knowing. And I realized like personal development and self-care was a line. It was a line. It's basically the same thing, right? <laughs> so um, I've been um, reading books from for, for years now. And I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to write a book so I can, you know, um, you know, help people change their mindset. You know, mm -hmm. to create that mindset they need for success. Because success is not a secret. Success is actually a mindset the way you think is your perspective they say your attitude determines your aptitude which determines your altitude so your attitude determines how far you go in life so that's super important to you know constantly be you know reshaping it and reprogramming it i would say um what has really been a game changer and i don't really uh you know i, I don't really share this with a lot of people because i feel like a lot of people they may hear it, but they don't do it. A lot of people are hearers, but not doers. And you know, and the Bible <laughs> says, don't just be hearers, but be doers of the word. Yes. So for me, it's my morning routine. Like I literally mm -hmm. wake up every morning and I invest in myself. I call it pouring into your cup. 
right? Mm -hmm. You are the greatest investment, not the car, not the home, you know, not all these, you know, materialistic things. You are your greatest investment. So I wake up early in the morning and I pray to the almighty, to the father, to the creator, because I need to make sure that I'm sitting on his feet and he's giving me direction. Like, what do you mm -hmm. want me to say or do today, father? Right? So that's number one. So I'm making sure I'm prayer, praying, I'm aligning myself and I'm being spiritually in tune so I can, you know, fulfill purpose. I think that's, you know, the that's my definition of success, fulfilling God's purpose for my life. So I make sure I pray, I exercise, um, get the blood flowing, get the heart going. Um, I definitely do meditation because you got to clear the mind and, and center yourself um, and instead of just waking up and getting into the hustle and bustle because that's what causes stress and high yes. blood pressure and all of these <laughs> different, you know, illnesses or diseases, right? So um, making sure that, you know, I'm meditating. Um, I usually make my bed and, and clean, you know, that's the first one of the day, cleaning my room, making my bed. Um, what else do I do? Uh, usually read a, a spiritual devotion. I, I love mm -hmm. to do worship. I have a vision board. This is key. You know, um, what, what does Steve Harvey said? He says, um, you know, um, your vision is a preview is the preview to life's coming attraction, right? So when you have a vision, it shows you a little glimpse of what is about to come. So for me, I love to have vision board parties where I go in front of my vision board, mm -hmm. I look at images and I start closing my eyes and picture myself already manifesting and achieving these things, right? So I do that every single morning. I, I do positive affirmations because words are power. The Bible says that life and death is in the power of your tongue and they yes. shall uh, speak, shall eat the fruit thereof. So what you say is actually what you get. Your life is the outcome of the things that you say. So for me, I like to say positive affirmations. You know, it made me feel good. It made me feel empowered. And I start to mm -hmm. see myself in a different perspective. Um, I like to eat a healthy uh, breakfast. Um, I check my, go my, my goals. What, what is my plan for the day? And I get started. I get to it. You know, I start in grind mode. So I always pour into my cup first because I can only give what I have. Right. So if my cup is empty, guess what? I'm going to pour, you know, from an empty cup and I can I cannot leave an impact. If I pour from a full cup, a, a cup of abundance. Right. They mm -hmm. get that overflow. They get the extras and I'm able to, you know, touch more lives. Yeah. And, and I love what you said, because what you think about is what you bring about. There is definitely power yeah. of life and death in the tongue. And a lot of people have a mindset of scarcity instead of a mindset yeah. of abundance. Um, because they, I mean, they look at their environment, they're like, oh, becoming a millionaire, I could never obtain that. But why not? People do it every day. Mm -hmm. So it makes you think that is unattainable for you. Um, that was actually my next question to ask you about your morning routine. So you kind of beat me to that one. But I think it's very important to mm -hmm. have a morning routine because kind of how you start your day definitely sets says the tone and um yes. i do that as well even before i go to bed and i always pray and i ask god like you know show me your purpose what is the will that you have for my life like what can i do to exalt you you know less yes. of me more of you and i feel like exactly. when i got into that mindset god just like the blessings just started to flow and I'm showing you <laughs> amen <laughs> <laughs> Preach. I see people know the mm -hmm. importance of having a relationship with God. And that's one, like, that was yeah. one of the reasons I started this podcast to just stress to people the importance of having a relationship with him. 
because you yes. know people get so caught up in the things of this world now you know with all this manifesting and all these but i feel like manifestation kind of leaves god mm -hmm. out you have to kind of ask god what he wants for you instead of you exactly just instead of just saying like i'm manifesting this to happen in my life like no i'm manifesting for whatever god wants to happen in my life to happen mm -hmm. And that's one thing that, you know, people are kind of sleeping going out here. So if you are listening, I would highly suggest you just kind of develop and grow your personal relationship with God because he is real. And you exactly. can only experience that for yourself. I mean, we all go through different experiences. You know, you can grow up in the church all day, but until you really experience God for yourself, that's when you will actually know that he is real. So. Exactly. Many people know of God, but they don't know who God is. And I like what you said, developing a relationship. This is not about mm -hmm. religion. I don't call my, you know, my relationship with my father a religion. I don't go to that. Hey, you have a religion. No, I have a relationship with my dad. Yeah. Right. So um, I think it's super important to to know that, that, you know, once you're connected to the creator, the you know, the, 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 the God who created heaven and earth, he created everything. Like there's nothing that can stop you. There's nothing you can do. So the fact that mm -hmm. I have that faith and belief system that I'm the highest form of God's creation and as he is, so am I, right? Like how can I ever be a victim? How can I ever lose? How could I ever be at yeah. disadvantage? You know, I have everything that I need. And I know my father, like growing up, he provided so many things. He was a provider. So why would I be worried about my needs being met if my father yes. always, my father on earth took care of me. So imagine my father in heaven, the creator of the universe, like, come on, it's like, it's like a no brainer, right? So I just trust and have faith that everything's going to work out and it always does. Yes, God is always your source. And I think people get so caught up in like jobs and I got to make X amount mm -hmm. of money. I can't leave my job. <laughs> blah, blah. Yeah. No, like God is your source. I'm not saying to just get out there and quit now. There's <laughs> yeah. a lot of people feel like, you know, I want to be an entrepreneur, do that full time. Mm -hmm. I'm a, you know, take a mm -hmm. leap of faith. But like I tell people, mm -hmm. faith without works is dead. Like you take that leap, mm -hmm. but you have to also put in the work. You know, mm -hmm. God's not going to just allow it to fall in your lap when you're just sitting at home, chilling, watching TV, mm -hmm. drinking all day. <laughs> you have to really get out there <laughs> and put in that work. <laughs> so, um, What's one thing, like, what's your inspiration? What motivates you? It is honestly my why, you know, I think about what's, you know, what are the things I value? So my why is, you know, my relationship with God. It's my family. It's my community, um, you know, which is family, friends, and, you know, the young people that I serve. Um, those are, those are like my main why's. Um, I think, you know, when you decide to not live for yourself and you have a bigger purpose, mm -hmm. it's harder for you to stop and give up. I think everyone should have a why. You know, what wakes you up every morning? And I think about, can you know, putting my mom in a better situation, putting my family in a better situation. And, you know, many young people are lost. I was mm -hmm. lost. And then the Bible says, mm -hmm. you know, my people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Yes. So. You know, the fact that I was lost and I felt like I didn't have the support and help system, I was like, nah, I can't call myself a success if I go on the news and I see people who look like me that are dying every single day. How can mm -hmm. I say, hey, 
I think that's easy. Buying a house, you know, doing all these great things, drive, driving your dream car, all of, living for yourself is easy. Taking care of your family is easy. But when you say, hey, it's uh, I'm going to live for others, like I'm going to be a servant and I'm going to look for ways to impact lives, it, it it's a different ball game because you have to start walking in humility. You have to check yourself and say, hey, you know, how's my heart? So I start living for other people. I say, hey, you know, not in the fact of letting people take advantage of me, but saying, how can I add mm-hmm. value in other people's lives? How can I serve? How can I help? How can I support? Because that's what I wanted. And also due to my faith, you know, I, you know, um, Jesus was the greatest serving, you know, he lived for other people. Mm-hmm. So I think it's super important because many people are suffering. Many people are dealing with mental health. Many people are sick and you may be the answer to people's prayers. But some people are the greatest secret um, kept. (laughs) You know, they're talented, they're gifted, they're amazing, they're powerful. You know, they can do so many amazing things, but they're, they're, they're the greatest kept secret. No one knows about them. No one, you know, know what they can do. No one know. Like, so for me, I don't want to be that guy because I know life is quote unquote long, right? (laughs) We don't know, you know, (laughs) how long we're going to be on this earth. So I don't want to say, Hey, you know, I say, God, just let me be a vessel. Just use mm-hmm. me. And that's why I operate in the way that I do. I say, yo, I just want to help others. I want to see people win. I want to see people be successful. Yes, I love it. So what is the most important thing that you've learned to date? The most important? <laughs> Change starts <laughs> in the mind. <laughs> well, definitely have <laughs> Definitely have to plug in my book, Change Starts in the Mind, How to Create the Mindset hey, You Need for Success. Plug your book. Yo, you know, I'm poor. Yo, you got to go on my website, <laughs> www.kalilduravo.com. Purchase my book. Show your boy some love and support. So, you know, if I knew this earlier since I was like young, young, and I just mm-hmm. started reading and learning and following successful people and having that mentorship, like I look at, you know, mentorship is like the GPS. It's the fastest way to get to where you need to be. Right, go through yes. 10, uh, 10, 20, 30 years of you know making mistakes and 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 you know and and failures and having setbacks when you can learn from other people and cut that 30 year uh learning curve into like five years, right? They say smart yes. people learn from their mistakes, but wise people learn from other people's mistakes. So Absolutely. if I knew this knowledge of just get, getting information, because information changes situations, right? So I'm 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 a, a sucker for you know gaining information and learning and be a, a, a sponge. So just learning, getting mentorship, mm-hmm. I would have got that a lot earlier, and I think I will be a lot farther um, that than I am today. So yeah, that's so important. Yeah, I feel like so mentors that's are like, like the cheat codes to life. Like yes. a lot of people have that. I'm gonna get it at the night, do it on my own, but mm-hmm. not me. I'm asking somebody. <laughs> I'm going to read a book. I'm going to watch a YouTube video. Exactly. (laughs) You waste time, energy, and money, right? I don't want to do all of that. I I want to, you know, buy back my time, which is, I think it's super important. You know, time is, you know, they say time is, um, you know, time is money. I say, no, time is more important than money because money you can get back, but time you can't get back. So I'm always looking for ways. How can I buy back my time? What can I do not to set myself and put myself in a position where, you know, I'm not trading time for money. I have my business. I have investments of multiple streams of income coming in where I can live, 
um, the life that I want to live. I think financial independence and freedom is huge. And we need to yes. talk about that. Right. And I think through ownership is one of the best way, you know, having your money work for you is the best way to, you know, definitely do that. Yes, I definitely yes, agree. I definitely Financial freedom is so important. <laughs> I just can't stress that enough. Like people don't understand, like I don't think people understand how much stress they're under until they experience financial freedom. And you're like, yeah. wow, like I don't have to worry about how I'm gonna pay my rent or my mortgage this month. I don't have to worry about how I'm gonna pay this because I know it's already taken care of. I have the freedom financially to go ahead and take care of these things. So with me not having to focus on bills, I can focus on helping others or doing something more productive with my time. I can travel. I can do something to just be more influential into my community. So that's definitely important. Financial freedom is definitely key. <laughs> so um, tell us about your book. I mean, we talked about the book, Change Starts in the Mind. So kind of tell yeah. us what's the inspiration behind that. What's your book about? And definitely tell us how we can purchase. So, um, like I said, I'm a spiritual person. And, you know, it goes to the scripture. Um, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Behold, all things have passed away and all things have become new, right? Yeah. And also said, don't be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And I feel like people yes. are conformed to the patterns of this world, the systems mm -hmm. of this world. And one of the instructions the Bible gave is, you know, be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So there has to be a, 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 a intentional and, and deliberate work of you changing your mindset. Because even though your spirit is changed, your spirit is righteous, is good, amen. But your mind is still the same and you're operating of, you know, that, uh, you know, out of 28 years of, you know, <laughs> nonsense, trauma, headache, hassle, stress, <laughs> unbelief, right? So you have to train your way to think the way God thinks, right? Or think the way, you know, that someone successful thinks. So for me, I wanted to give people the blueprint, you know, in order to reprogram their minds so they can start thinking about success. And that came out of, you know, the people around me. Think about it. Growing up in the area that I grew up, you're not having a lot of people who think like me. I think I'm very different, right? You know, mm -hmm. I, you know, I come around people and my mindset is different because, you know, the people that I, you know, put myself around, right? They say you're the average of the five people that you're closest to. If you hang around, hang around five broke people, guess what? You're going to be the sixth. <laughs> if you hang around five successful people, you are definitely going to be uh, the sixth. So you got to, you know, do an audit and, and see if people are... You know, hurting you or serving you? Is this relationship hurting you or serving you? And do you want to be around these type of people? And if you're the smartest person in your group, you're not in a circle, you're actually in a cage. So you don't want to yeah. be in a group of people that you're the best, you're the smartest. You want to be around people who are smarter so you can learn from, so you can and grow and, and develop. So, um, yeah, so for me, I noticed a lot of people around me, they were scared to go after their dreams. You know, what do you think is the richest place in the, in, in, in the world? What do you think? The, the Sahara Desert, Africa, and probably some part of India, you know, you know, the, you know, the, you know, where the oil is at? No, the richest and wealthiest place in the world is actually the graveyard, because that's where many people that with their dreams, their goals and their aspirations that they never tapped into, that they never mm -hmm. deployed to the world. So I want people to go within and pull that out 
bring out their gift to the world because that's what it is. And I am a person who said, you know, I am not going to hold anything back. I'm going to go after what I truly want. And because of that success mindset, you know, where I think I cannot lose, right? Like, you know, I, I, I learned this from one of my mentors. He's on YouTube. Um, uh, he said that, you know, he, there's only two options. It has to work or it has to work. Nehemiah Davis, it has to work or it has to work. When I face a challenge or a situation, I only think that it has to work or it has to work. There's no other option. Like failure or stopping or giving up is not an option. Yes. I have to go after, like, if it's like writing a book was one of the hardest thing that I ever done. Like, what do you even write a book when you th- write about when you, uh, you're thinking about writing a book? It was the hardest thing. And also editing, going back and forth and looking over and editing. Like, it's hard. And also seeing people around me that never wrote a book in their life. Like, you know what I'm saying? How do you accomplish something that you never seen? So for me, you know, um, you know, I want to encourage people to, yo, it's past possible, especially if you live in a country like the U.S. or Canada, right? There's so many opportunities, right? We mm-hmm. live in a land where you can have the Canadian dream, the American dream. If you're in a third world, con- uh, th- third world country, it may not happen. The opportunity may not be there. I don't care how gifted or great you are. The opportunity is not there. But the fact you're living in this amazing country, come on, like step <laughs> up, like, Figure it out. Go after it. You know what I'm saying? Like, be who God called you to be. You know what I'm saying? So I wanted to re- uh, raise their belief system, right, and show them the steps how to get there. Because people talk about what to do, but how do you do it? So it's a workbook also. So it shows you some of the things that you can do to actually execute, right, to actually get mm-hmm. results, which I think is super important. So that's what the book is about. I love it. So how can we purchase? Where can we find the book? Yeah, so you can find it on my website, www.kalodrevo.com. It's definitely going to be on Amazon and so forth. But I just want to keep it on my website for now. So go on www.kalodrevo.com, my first and last name. And yo, show some love, show some support. You know, I ship it all around the world. So it doesn't matter where you're from. You can purchase and I'll ship it out to you. Yes, absolutely. So you have definitely been a blessing. You have been one of my favorite guests so far. Just so inspiring. <laughs> so um, I hope everyone that has listened has definitely taken something from this message that you've blessed us with. I do appreciate you for coming on. For sure. Thank you so much. Um, you know, it's it, I, like I said, you attract who you are. So I feel like, you know, you've seen something in me and, you know, because great minds think alike, you know, you know, we made this happen. Right. So I really appreciate it. And I know someone who's listened to this, like it's this episode is literally going to change your life. They're going to take away something today that's literally going to be a game changer. So, you know, I'm really grateful to just, you know, be a vessel and share. Right. Because exactly that, you know, People perish because of the lack of knowledge. People are destroyed because of the lack of knowledge. So get knowledge, you know, get wisdom, get understanding, you know, listen to podcasts like this, you know, you know, listen to all the interviews that you've had before. Just take pieces of information. Do you have to use everything? No, but take things, you know, uh, try it out. If it works for you, keep it. If it doesn't, try something else. You know what I'm saying? So thank you so much. I really appreciate it. And and anytime you need me to come speak again, I'm here. You know, you can call up, you can call upon me, you know, we're friends, we're homies now. 
<laughs> Absolutely. I'm going to hold you to that and make sure you guys check out his website, Purchase His Book, Change Stars in the Mind. And let us know if you like it. How can I connect with you on social media? Because everybody is just so on Instagram and everything now. So how can I it's find you on you social can... media? <laughs> yeah, I'm out here. I'm on everything. So you can follow me on all social media platforms at Khalil Derivo. So I'll spell it out for you. K-H-A. L-I-L-D-O-R-I-V-A-L at Khalil Durivo. So follow me, LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, you name it, I'm here. Yay. 